You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Thanks for joining us for this Viva podcast. Today we'll be discussing the stericenter, a critical area of every dental office. And more specifically, is your stericenter operating at the level it should be? Our guest today is an expert in the field, Mike Etheridge, the U.S. marketing manager for SICAN. Mike has spent 25 years in the dental industry in sales and marketing positions for companies like Kerr, Henry Schein Dental, Aegis, and in the last seven years with SICAN. Mike, we're very happy to have you on Dental Talk. It's a pleasure to be here, Phil. So my first question is, and we're talking about stericenters, which which is obviously a big part of the workflow and um, backbone of an office. You can't run without it, obviously. You can't operate an office without a an efficient and operable stericenter. So how can an office make sure their stericenter is safe for their staff and patients? Well, as an introduction, SICAN, uh, we came up with an acronym SPEC, S-P-E-C, to help work with offices to ensure that they're doing things correctly and following CDC, OSHA, and local guidelines for infection control. So SICAN specs will help to improve safety, ensure predictable results, maximize efficiency, and maintain compliance. So we asked the offices the question, you know, does your STERI center meet SICAN STERI center specs? And we'll talk a little bit about those four areas. But as far as safety goes, dental instruments should be processed in the safest and most efficient way possible to reduce the staff injury and also the costs associated with exposure incidents. For example, the utilization of cassettes in an office would be a great way to help improve safety. And it's not only important to prevent sharps exposures, but also exposure to biologically contaminated fluids and aerosols from open lid ultrasonic cleaning and cold sterile solutions. So systems should be put in place to ensure that instruments are safe for use on patients by following proper sterilization guidelines and preventing contamination with proper storage. So, you know, you think the cassettes are uh, almost ubiquitous at this point because there's, they, they do provide such a safety factor. Are, are many offices still not using cassette systems? I think right now about 20% of offices are using cassettes. Um, we feel like every office should use them. Um, it helps protect the instruments, um, helps with the sterilization protocols, helps prevent uh, sharps injuries. So we, we feel like every office should use cassettes. Yeah, it seems like the efficiency and time would pay for itself rather quickly. I know uh, SICAN, I was at a dental show not too long ago, and I saw you were introducing a new cassette program. Do you want to, before we go on to our next question, which I'm going to ask you about predictability about, of stericenters, can you tell us a little bit about your SICAN cassette system? Sure. So our uh, cassette system is called Salus. Um, we actually call it a container because it's, uh, it is a cassette and a transport container all, uh, all in one. Um, right now we have just one size for hygiene. It's a 10 instrument setup and we'll be having more, uh, more sizes coming out soon. So how does an office make sure that their stericenter is, is predictable? When I say predictable, I guess that means predictable in sterilizing the instruments. Um, you, you don't want to take out cassettes or bagged instruments and not have that confidence factor that they, they've been thoroughly sterilized. Tell us a little bit about what offices can do to ensure predictability. Right. The main thing is just having systems in place. Um, offices need to, to be able to count on clean, sterile, and dry instruments during the workday. So they need to avoid delays and interruptions to the workflow. Um, they have to have the right equipment for their sterilization needs, and that equipment needs to work together to produce the results that they're really looking for. So for an example, in an office using cassettes, an instrument washer and sterilizers that all have 40 minute cycle times, give you fast turnaround in an office, 
save in and out of save time in and out of sterilization and ensure that an office can process instruments so they don't have to purchase a large inventory of setups. Uh, they want confidence that contaminated instruments can flow through the reprocessing steps and sterilization um, quickly and consistency consistently every time. And really, they want to be able to have anyone walk into sterilization and be able to process those instruments. So could be an, a hygienist, could be an assistant, um, could be someone that's uh, that's in from another office. But they want to have those processes in place so that uh, anyone can walk in, um, understand the flow, and be able to process instruments quickly. Does your company actually go into the office and provide that kind of expertise as far as setup, layout, and, and those kinds of things? Or or is it something that the dentist just purchases from you? We do. Uh, absolutely. We, we will help consult. Um, a lot of times a, a dentist will work with a dental dealer to uh, to either redesign sterilization or to design a whole new office. And uh, for example, we might come in with a uh, cabinet manufacturer, one of the uh, um, uh, an ADAC or a Pelton & Crane and come in with them uh, with the Hugh Freedy rep and maybe the three of us help consult on flow. Um, how many operatories do they have? How many um, how many staff? How many hygienists? What do we have to process? Things like that. And we'll figure out the, uh, the best practices for the office and help them to design the Steri Center that works for them now, but also help them plan for the future if they add more people down the road. Yeah, I was just going to say that because whatever they're producing now, you want to probably build up for what's going to happen down the road so they don't have to redo everything. So you, you answered that question before I was able to ask it. So you mentioned instrument washing. You have something inside can that does that, or is, is, are, are doctors still using ultrasonic baths before they put the instruments into the autoclave? Um, the answer is both. We have uh, our Hydrum instrument washers. We have uh, two sizes, depending on the office needs. Uh, one is uh, generally mounted on top of the counter. Um, that's our smaller version, um, our Hydrum C, and then our Hydrum L, um, our larger model, fits under the counter. And so depending on the office needs, again, um, how much they're trying to process, we can help them with uh, the right size model. Uh, but like I said, about 20% of officers are using cassettes. So ultrasonic cleaners are still out there. And even with cassettes, some officers are using a, a large in-counter ultrasonic cleaner um, instead of a washer. We feel like the washers are much more efficient. So the washers really need the cassette system to go in there. They do. I think if you uh, if you're just bagging instruments um, and and utilizing loose instruments, then a washer might be overkill uh, for an office. But certainly, if you're moving to a cassette system, then I think considering a an instrument washer um, is a very good idea. The the washers uh, will wash and dry the instruments and prepare them for uh, sterilization. So it eliminates a bunch of steps in the uh, the ultrasonic cleaning process and takes a lot of the instrument handling out of it, which is uh, also a safety concern. Mm -hmm. So how does an office make sure their service center is more efficient? What are some of the things they can do? You know, the big thing is speed. Uh, we're looking for speed when it comes to uh, to processing and the equipment that uh, that does a lot of this. So, you know, it, it applies to the way instruments flow through the office and sterilization as well as the equipment that's used. So cassettes reduce manual labor to sort instruments for reprocessing. That'll certainly save time. Um, using an instrument washer to wash and dry the instrument for uh, sterilization can reduce time, um, sometimes 10 to 15 minutes in the, uh, the steps of uh, washing, drying, rinsing, all the different things that go into uh, ultrasonic or manual cleaning. 
So we try to eliminate manual labor wherever possible so the dental staff can focus on tasks that can't be automated, such as operatory cleanup and uh, instrument preparation. Uh, we know labor is the biggest expense in a dental office, and automation of some of these tasks and sterilization can help reduce manual labor and will save the office money and also make sterilization a lot more efficient. Mm -hmm. And one of your flagship products, wasn't the big thing, the efficiency or, or the saving of time on the, on the statums? Absolutely. Right. So, so the statum sterilizers versus a, uh, um, a chambered autoclave, um, statums are much quicker. Uh, but they sterilize uh, less. So it's all about what you're trying to sterilize. Um, you know, a statum uh, 5,000 will sterilize 10 bags in 25, 28 minutes or so, um, as opposed to a large chambered autoclave could do twice that much, but cycle times are anywhere from 40 minutes to an hour. So that's why statum's been so popular with the uh, the quick turnover of uh, of instruments in the sterilization area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I know for years. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's like one of your best products, one of the biggest product, most popular, most popular products. Yeah, it is. It's definitely our most popular product, and uh, and continues to grow. You know, we find a lot of reasons for uh, um, for offices to have uh, a statum. It's a uh, um, very gentle on hand pieces. Um, you can turn things over quickly. Um, they're very flexible. And uh, a lot of offices really like them. Yeah. I mean, I've been to many of the dental shows and the, and the SciCam booth is amazing because not only does it look good, but um, the help that the dentists get there, you know, they come there, they, they spend 15, 20 minutes talking to either a rep or somebody like you or, or some expert uh, who, knows, who, who knows the product line. And it really is amazing how, how much time you spend with each individual who's looking to make their uh, stericenter upgrade it and make it more state of the art. So uh, hats off to you guys. You do a great job educating the customer. Um, so my last question on this podcast is, how can an office make their Stericenter more compliant? The main thing we want to try to do is uh, uh, meet the compliance standards. Um, that instrument reprocessing should meet or exceed all the OSHA standards, uh, the 2003 and 2016 CDC dental guidelines, and all state dental laws. And this is really important. So it not only protects dental staff and their patients, but it also protects the office from costly and reputation damaging infection control violations. Uh, SICAN's reps can help an office design a sterilization area with compliance in mind from the start and is the easiest way to make sure that you, uh, that you main com maintain compliance in a dental office. You know, we, uh, we spend a lot of time training our, uh, um, our sales team on all of the different guidelines, regulations, things like that. So we can come in, answer questions, and be a really good resource for an office, whether it's just a, a simple redesign and trying to be a little more efficient to completely changing what they do, remodeling an office um, or building a new office and making sure that they do things the right way. Yeah, and it seems to me compliance is a huge thing for a dental practice, you know, just from the standpoint of legal protection, minimizing. Absolutely. You know, minimizing the risk of, of being sued. Um, if something happens, God forbid, that somebody has an infection that's brought on by what they claim to has, have been substandard infection control protocol, having some documented compliance, uh, you know, documents inside the office that, that show very clearly that they've had the proper expertise come in either from SICAN or other companies to make sure that they're they're doing their best to comply in every fashion related to the infection control process. So uh, that's fantastic that SICAN does that. Well, this has been uh, a great podcast, Mike. We, we are excited to have you on some future ones. We have a uh, very good podcast coming up on ways to automate processes in your stereo center. That's going to be coming up very shortly. And then, of course, 
um, something you, that you might not expect, but stereocenters can be tied into the internet. And Mike is going to be giving a podcast about internet connectivity and your stereocenter. That'll be his third podcast. So stay tuned for more good stuff. Mike, uh, it's been a pleasure having you on Dental Talk and hope to see you soon. Thanks, Phil. Appreciate it. 